Hey, real quick. Go on. Are you over 15? Yes. Do you get offended easily? No. Are you the sort of person who hears the comedy satire podcast, takes it personally, not realising that what is said is for the purposes of entertainment and not the host's genuine opinion on the subject? Wouldn't have thought so. Great. Let's make some bacon. Okay. Jackson, how are you, my dear friend? Uh, I'm good, and I'm not a dear or your friend. I'm a human being, and I go by him or um, sir or, yep. ca- or count. I just put that all into a cup that I don't care about okay. and I'm just going to throw it out the window. Is that take, okay? Yeah, just take a big sip of it first and I'll just sit over here and take a big sip of I told you so because you wait until yep. the comments fly in on how insensitive you just were to my pronouns. Okay. I've got this big field where I farm all of my fucks and okay. at the moment I'm all out of fucks to give. You don't have any? I'm not farming any this season. I really don't care. Okay. I could give you some of my fucks. Do you want? Do you That's want? A, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with my fucks. Yeah, I might just leave them as they in, are. In, and in maybe... your defence, you've probably had a few more fucks <laughs> over the years because you because Western like you farm more. You grew up on. More, we farm better. You had more land. And you had more yeah, land, so you had more fucks to grow, and and therefore more fucks to give. Yeah, exactly. We were farmers from many generations. Dad's the eldest of eight. Is he really? You know, they say, never forget who you are or where you come from. Dad, Dad used to yep. always say to me, never forget your roots. And I'd say, well, that's easy for you. You've only had three. <laughs> I've got two brothers, so you do the math. Thank you for joining us on So What Do You Reckon podcast. Every episode here, every Thursday, 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, myself and my dear friend, apparently him, her, his, it, Count. Um, Jackson Toza. Count, Count Jackson Toza. Count Jackson. And I debate, discuss... And debunk a bit of a topic that is either suggested by you. Today is a suggestion directly from our audience. Yes. Um, you lovely people, and we thank you very much. Um, we use fact, folklore, and... Um, Flat out bullshit. Oh, yep, Jackson's just on his phone, finding fucks. Um, but we'll be right back after this message. What's a good idea for a podcast? <laughs> Clearly not this one. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, thanks guys for joining me on the podcast here while we wait for Jackson. Jackson's just going to get some, my co-host is going to get Got some, some uh, water to wet get some my water. lips, to wet my oh, lips back. and to shake my hips and to reveal my tits and to do my splits. And then I split my groin and then I'm out for six months. One time I was boundary umpiring football <laughs> and I said to mum on the sidelines, can I get some water? These are like, I've got all these really cool stories of funny puns I've always done throughout my life. Um, yeah, and by very cool and funny, I'm obviously you know taking those overstating words, a little overstating yeah. for sure. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I said to mum, can I please have uh, some water? I need to wet my whistle. And she threw it to me, and I just poured it on my whistle and just kept running. <laughs> so bad. And so would have been maybe twelve. No, would have been maybe twelve. Wait, yeah, how old are you? 12? Twelve. Probably, twelve. Probably about twelve. And I was also on the ride on mower about fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had like geese and ducks and chooks and stuff at our house, and I was chasing them, like driving after them, set them on the lawns. You should have seen the, the the like the pattern of the lawns. And uh, I started laughing, and Mum's like come over. She goes, "What are you laughing at?" I said, "I was on a wild goose chase." <laughs> She's really concerned because she thinking somewhere yeah. he's had children. He's and making that many dad jokes. He's a father. So the next week, she took me to see a, a 
therapist. Um, yep. And we, we sort of cracked cracked the problem. Um, he 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 diagnosed me a certified fuckhead. And, um, <laughs> I've been living with it ever since. And you know what? It doesn't affect my day to day. It's just a matter of learning to accept that that's that's what I have. I have this thing yeah. that I can't control. I'm an idiot. Uh, a fuckwit. We we prefer to be called idiots. Um, yep. Because you know, usually fuckwit comes out when someone's aggressive at us. But hey, yeah. look, it's not no, something I, I could you. ever help. And I'm. I think and it takes a lot of bravery for me to come out and say it live on air. Yeah. And like your badge says, you know, idiot today, idiot tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can't change it. Can't so. change. Hey, but no, today we have uh, we have a suggestion of a of a topic to discuss and debate, and it came from Ace Whitman. Big fan. Good friend. Big fan. Good friend. Big time. Long time friend. Been time in my present time, my friend. Yeah, gonna get in my present, friend, and you and me and gonna get. But aren't you a the- musician? Sometimes, I'm occasional. You know, um, you know, on Wikipedia, on Wikipedia, it says occasional musician. Does it really? What would you? Yes. What would you go by? Like, if you go, I'm Joel Jackson. Da, da I'm an act. I'm da. an act. <laughs> um, yeah, duck, duck, act. goose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd be like, I'm an actor and a musician. Yeah. Okay. I go actor, writer, comedian. I'm really only one of those things. <laughs> I was just like Occasional What do I do it In like fucking Oktoberfest And that's it mm. Like I just do it For one occasion a year And then I kind of Put it up on the Put my loot on the wall And be like I've had enough now Put my little horse And back on Serac <laughs> I've had enough But today Ace Whitman Has given us The One of I think it's One of my favourite things That that I get to see uh, Not now But with work I used to always Kind of be in planes About two times a week um, And we're going to talk about aeroplane etiquette. Let's let's first of all let's hit off what is kind of the the one thing that everyone has a choice of on the airport in regards to their I mean of the, on the plane in regards to their their own aeroplane etiquette. Yeah. Putting the seat back. It has to or be leaving the seat. it as it is. It's got it because it's on every chair. It's got the adjustment. Do you go forward? You have. Or do you go back? Yeah. You've got a button like you've got a mini me mystery like Doctor Evil button that you can choose. To either impede the person behind you for four and a half hours or for 30 minutes. True that. Or to not. I am, as a man who stands at six foot three, all for putting your chair back. That is a... that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yelled straight. <into> <laughs> that is a huge factor. Height comes into play a mm. lot here. I'm, yep. I'm against it. Okay. All I, right. I want to hear why you're right. for it first. Now, the height thing, I will agree with you on that. The height thing, because yep. being a, a larger guy, you want your leg room. You do. It's so yeah. hard. Like, whatever the median height is between passengers, they definitely haven't hit the leg room. They haven't that. figured it out. They, they're but catering even, to even the bottom the, 30% of that. Yeah. And even that thing of, like, it's not even about leg room for me. It's about if you are... Because your arms are really quite long too. So you've got... Whenever you try to read a book or do... Like pull out your laptop and write some stuff. Yeah. You can't see anything. And it's... When you lean it on... Like it's just so awkward. So you have to go back to give yourself like a bit of... True. Working space. True. That's more of what I do it for. What about when you show up for like very early to the airport and you go log? Like I usually... As always, you should. I always show up super early. I get horrible anxiety about... Not about the flying, but about missing it for some reason. I have so much anxiety about missing planes. Because there's times Mm-mm. when you show up and you're like, cool, I've got two hours. And then you get there and the line, you look at it and like, that's a three-hour line. 
And then there's other times oh, where you show see, up and you're like, you go straight to the front. And you, just see, not I'm, being able to predict that. Yeah, so I'm platinum. I don't, I don't understand that. You make that kind of money. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That was one of the I best things. That, when I started... I have, when production started flying me to Sydney and all these other spots, <laughs> that's when I got a frequent flyers card because I started accumulating points that I didn't have to pay a thing for. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's the best. I have anxiety that they'll run out of breakfast um, in the lounge before I get there. That's why I have to get there early. I don't think that would um, ever happen. No, something tells me they'd save some for mm. Joel Jackson. I'm just... Um, just go, uh, hi, Joel. Uh, <laughs> can we see some ID? You go, well, you're looking at it. Just open Guys, your phone, um, go to Google, type in oh. Logie. <laughs> it's just like, I remember, I remember like, because my dad flies a fair bit too with his work. And it's really funny because we're both, we're both platinum. Um, he's not like a businessman. He's a school teacher and a principal, but he works he a is lot a business man. Canberra or yep. like, yeah, man. Um, or Perth or a lot and you know, things like that. And also travels overseas as we've got family overseas. The Jacksons so we do travel. That. You guys travel. We, we're, 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 yeah, we get around. We're nomads. Um, but so we share that stuff. The funny thing is when like we'll leave mum to go and get in a line and then go and stand in Platinum. And be like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm with you guys. We're like, no, you're not, mate. No. And make her go as a you're joke. A, and then we'll go silver. and get her. We're a Platinum. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it we're like cute color. Not the same. <laughs> um <laughs> But why why are you why are you against the idea of putting your chair back? So it's not even about the chair. It's it's about <laughs> it's not it's not. I have always been the sort of person who does not like to put other people out ever, and it's a thing where I will I love. But doing, you'd put out for people, right? You'd put out for people. Well, no, I didn't lose my virginity till I was eighteen because I just didn't want to put anyone out. That was the problem. I was like. <laughs> I hate to bother you. I really would hate to bother you. Would you mind if I um, was to make love on top of you or under you, whatever? Uh, I'm happy to. It could be behind you. Yeah, you know. I, you know. So I don't With like consent, but I don't like putting people out. And I'm the sort of guy who I've never had my house that I've lived in. No matter where it is, has never been the party house. I'm a bit okay. of a, I'm a bit of a wet blanket like that. I don't like. Like a soggy cornflake. Yeah, I'm the sort of guy if it's like because I don't like pissing off neighbors as well because I've had oh, anno- okay. I've had annoying neighbors that are like music till three a.m. and you're like oh, how do I tell them to shut up? So I hate yeah, I hate that sort of thing. And it's the same. I love doing favors for people. I love being put out for other people. It's like this really nice. The payment for me is the fact that I've done a favor for them, but I'll never <laughs> ask to have that favor returned. I'm the sort of guy like if it is a house party at my house, I'll, I'm the sort of person who walks by and slowly like. Every twenty minutes, we'll turn the volume down by one, just like, just slowly bang. Every hour on the hour, just, just turning it down turning slowly a little bit. So for yeah. me, putting the seat back, I don't want to put out the person behind me because I know if the person in front of me, if I'm because sometimes the screen's attached to it as well. So True. when the seat goes back, the screen is now off. It's yeah. not, it's and not, there's no way. Sometimes you can't, you can't move that. You, you can't, can't. Yeah. So what you got to like slump if, into your seat to watch Frozen. But what if the person behind <laughs> to watch Frozen? I remember watching Avatar on an airplane and being like, "Well, this is bullshit." And then saw it on a big screen and went, "Ah, oh, I think I get it." I think it was um, built for an airplane viewing, not IMAX. Nah, nah, they didn't spend that amount of money to put it on a screen. Let's mm. be honest. Mm. Um, but what if the person behind you, Jackson? Would you do? You, do you still reckon you'd you'd not put it back if it was like a, a seven year old, I'd like a cons- small I'd, child? I'd get consent. I'd turn around and go, "Hey, I'm so sorry. I'd hate to bother you. Do you mind if I put my seat back for the next four hours? 
three hours, I'll negotiate from here. I'll, I'll you know, I'll the, start high. Who the fuck do you think you are? Oh, I'm, I'm Jackson Tozer. You can feel free to Google me. I've got my IMDb, right. IMDb link mm-hmm. right here. I was just um, I was just looking at Joel Jackson. He's sitting at row one. I just... Oh, is he? What? Uh, up, up in the platinum section, is he? Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. he there with his dad? Yeah, well, just is so that you the know, the really mate, attractive man who, yeah, just who so looks you know, like his brother? His dad paid for the platinum, so, you oh. know, don't, don't idolise him. He does have a DUI. <laughs> Allegedly. I did. Allegedly. Fact, folklore and flat out bullshit. For legal I'm reasons. not sure which part of that it falls into. <laughs> but hey, listen, mate, I don't, I don't want to bother you and I don't really need you swearing back at me because your mum's right yeah. there and I'm sure she, she I, doesn't like you swearing. She's drunk, so who gives a fuck? Well, that's fair enough. Do you, oh, yep. do you, would you, is it a problem if I put my seat back? Maybe. Well, what if I gave you some, I've got some candy here. What if I gave you that in exchange for putting my seat back? No, all right, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. Okay. See, mate, there's Bye. your first lesson. You can't accept candy from a stranger. Jackson Tozer, nice to meet you. No longer a stranger. <laughs> Here, have some candy. Don't tell your <laughs> mum, though. It's a fair... There's a fair thing, but also there's so many other things that comes into it. Like, they ask you to put your chair back upright once you're moving anyway because of food service, right? Yep. So there is this thing of, like, you put it back, then you have to come up, and then you have to go back. But it, there's different... Like, if you're going from say, Ballina Airport or like the Gold Coast to Sydney or like those things are only 45 minutes, a minute, an hour true, and a half. True, Melbourne max. to Sydney, Sydney, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not it's a long, like 50 not minutes. A long not so, a long time. If you Sydney to Perth, I understand. Are you putting it back for comfort or to sleep? No, I don't sleep on planes. Um, I'm putting it back for comfort. Scared you're going to be incepted or something? <laughs> I'm scared I'm going to miss a chance to join the Mile Hard Club because I never have. Neither. There's no joke to do here. It's just we're both... We've no, it's just done. sadness. And that, yeah, that's not me making like, I don't do that. That's not the reason why I stay awake. Maybe. Um, but no, like I, I stay awake because I, I enjoy planes. I enjoy being on them and I enjoy the atmosphere of like, oh, I'm going to have like some really shit food today. How fun. Um, and also, yeah, it's guilt-free binge watching. So if you're sitting on your couch all day on a Sunday and you watch movie after movie, you're like, God, I could have done so much more with my time. Whereas when you're on an airplane, you're like, well, this is literally the best yep. use of my time. Yep. Unless you read a book. But, you know, who does that in yeah. 2020? What is, what is the most fucked up thing you've seen on an airplane? Um, I've had I've had a really bad experience personally. I got... I'm really good on flights. I really like international flights too, long ones. But coming back yeah. from Thailand, we did 10 days there and just got sort of very plastered every night. Ate a, good. Lot, ate a heap of local food. And then when we got good. to the airport to fly home, I was like, I just need some Western food. And I got Hungry Jacks. And I got... No. I got food poisoning while ch- like boarding the flight was when I started to feel it. <laughs> And I'm like, it was an overnight flight, so it was 9 p.m. there, and we were getting back here at 10 a.m. <laughs> so it was pitch black. Everyone was going to be just falling asleep. And I'm sitting down, and I'm so lucky that my I was sitting next to my mate, and he let me have the aisle seat yeah. instead of sitting in the middle. And I'm here sweating, and the plane hasn't taken off. I'm like, this is going to be the worst nine hours of my <laughs> life. I didn't sleep. Um, I was exploding from both ends. I was sweating profusely. I also lost my wallet. I lost my wallet in Thailand, so I couldn't order any like drinks or anything like that. And the poor 
um, steward kept bringing me a free cup of water every 10 minutes because you're just so dehydrated. <laughs> he's like, I, I could tell he wanted to sleep or he wanted to relax because I kept pushing yeah. the button and he's like, mate, do you just want the whole bottle? I was like, but I can't buy it. And he's like, I'll just give it to you. I said, thank you. I ended up like lying face down in like the, the aisle or right near the um, emergency door. And I was having like crippling anxiety too because the thing is when you're sick, and you're at home. You can lie in bed. You can get like yeah, comfort food. Yeah, and you just want a you, bit you of silence. Comfortable. Whereas I'm here, yep. and the prick in front of me had his seat back, so I had fuck all uh, room. I felt claustrophobic because of it, and I'm just yep. having the and I I did not sleep one second. That was the problem. I was sat there wide awake for nine hours with anxiety, and just sweating, and it was just such a horrible experience. Jetstar, fly cheap. <laughs> That's the whole ad. And an, and an ad for Hungry Jacks. Do you imagine like com- airplane commercials where they get testimonies and they just use that of mine? I'm like, anyway, the uh, the, 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 food <laughs> was, the food was cheap. I got some cheese and biscuits and then you, for $4.50. And then as you jump in the air for the jet star, just a little <laughs> bit of shit comes out your asshole. <laughs> I just vomit oh. on landing. <laughs> and it's all across your T-shirt. Let's Whoa. fly, jet star. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my. What about I your remember, worst experience? This is probably my my weirdest experience on a plane. I've had a lot of bad ones. This is probably my weirdest one. I was I lived in Brazil for a year on exchange when I was seventeen. So I. Where haven't you I, been, by the way? Your passport be like a fucking thesaurus at the moment. Be that a, full of pages. It's pretty cool. I don't want to turn it in when you have to like when it expires. I'm going to keep it. Um, Do you have to turn but it? But you in? don't turn. You don't have to turn it in, sorry. But like, I just want to keep filling it. Yeah. I was supposed to. Anyway, back to the story. The story is, I was coming in. um, Gross. I I was leaving because you have to go from uh, São Paulo or like Brazil to to South Africa and then South Africa to Perth, Perth, like Joburg to Perth. Anyway, so I was traveling by myself. And it was like a 10-hour, 11-hour layover. And in because it's in South Africa, the Rand was so cheap compared to the Aussie dollar. If you didn't... I, back in those days, I didn't have a lounge pass. But you could buy a lounge pass, right? And with Rand. So it was super cheap. And you could go in, have a, like, a full-on shower, um, have as much as you wanted to drink. I just turned 18. It was on. So for a couple so, extra hundred bucks, you could feel important for like a day. Let's even say like for 15 bucks, Aussie. Really? Okay. For, for 10 hours. You? and Why I wouldn't you? Yeah. I had no money and I was like, this is it. Anyway, as I walked in there, another guy walked past in the same exchange blazers. And I was like, dude, that's... Hey, man, are you on your way back? He's like, yeah. And he lived in a different part of Brazil. So we kind of were sharing all these stories about us going back and having a bit of a time. Anyway, we got back into the into the um, lounge, got really drunk. And I'm not saying like belligerently drunk, just like drunk. Enough, okay? enough. I... Woke up in a plane, and in front of me was like a couple of a couple of empty little Jack Daniel things and like the little ones that you get on planes and yeah, a couple of yeah. beers like all stuffed into the thing. Stuffed and I in, woke like up, you didn't even st- give them to the waitress. And just yeah, just like stuffed into the thing, and I woke up. Nah, I'm and not was done like, with them. Whoa. So like, dry so hung over and just just dry and nowhere. I was sitting right against the window and looked at the guy next to me and was like. Oh, hey, where's this plane going? <laughs> he's like, back to Perth. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's good. That's and he's good. like, dude, you're Australian. I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, you've been speaking Portuguese for the last like four hours. What? Can you and even I'd speak on, Portuguese? 
Yeah, because I'd lived in Brazil, so I learned how to speak it. So I got that drunk that I just started speaking Portuguese. And you were the flexing. Flight attendants... You were drunk flexing, weren't you? You were going... And like none of the words meant anything. It's like, oh, he, he's fluent in Portuguese. You were actually trying to speak English, but you were that drunk, you were slurring. Oh, God. And, became... and I, I, I went up and like apologized to the flight attendants. And they were like, no, you weren't belligerent. You were just really funny and... Like you weren't harmful or anything, but we all thought you were Portuguese, but you're like a different human being. I was like, I am so sorry. Because I basically had to, when I came back, I had to wean myself out of the human that I was in Brazil Correct. and that people knew me to be in. Was it like me, myself and funny. Irene, where you just had this yeah. other person bottled up inside you the whole time? So funny. My sisters, when I came home, were like, where is our brother? <laughs> but that's, but I've also seen, I've also seen guys that are, I've also seen guys who are so wasted um, flying from LA to Vegas or Vegas to LA mm. on like a tiny flight who are so drunk by the time they get on the plane who piss in the middle of the aisle. Like whip it out and piss in the aisle or they just wet themselves? Like think that they're near... No, think that they're near the toilet or in the toilet and just start peeing themselves. Okay, that's... I, I think we can both agree that's not acceptable aeroplane etiquette. That is not acceptable. No, no. Could you have imagine? You ever, so have you... Have you ever had someone put their feet through the yeah, chairs? Yeah, I was going to say that. So if you're on the window seat and someone puts their feet through the between where the, oh, the wall of the plane Jesus. is and you're like, are you fucking kidding? So what I like to do is tickle their toes. Give them a little tickle. <laughs> and or, then lick them? Or, no, 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 or no, no, no. I just get them in like a headlock and then get the nail clippers onto them. <laughs> like, like a dog's <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like, well, don't put it through here or you'll lose it. Yep, start painting their nails. What about you ask um, for this? windows like shades up and down? That can be that can be you know oh, an, an etiquette me. problem. There's never two especially, people who agree on it. Nah, especially if if you're if you are doing the binge watching thing and you're on a screen or something, that amount of light can really mess up your viewing. But also, if you're not accustomed to flying all the time, that view could be once in a lifetime for you. Yeah. Dude, on the way back, like I'm in Perth now, but on the way back from Melbourne, mm. seeing the view out the side of the aeroplane window, like, was amazing for the first time in seeing, such a long time. Like, just taking it for granted. Seeing the sun rise once you're above the clouds. So beautiful. One of the one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah. And I just I used like, to do push-ups in front of the mirror naked. <laughs> back when I could. <laughs> It's up there with one of the most beautiful things you'll see. <laughs> but there is there there is really something to be said about like opening yourself up to an aeroplane experience. But there is also a thing to be said about like different airlines have different standards. So on Correct. I, I always find that on Virgin or Qantas, people like especially air hostesses or air host men, um, like they'll they'll they will restrict people's people's behaviour. Whereas I feel like other airlines all around the world that so are just true. like uh, whatever you've got to give we'll a lot of credit to the air stewards. I don't, so know, what the, I don't know what the correct wording is. Stewards, stewards is good. Yeah, yeah. The air staff, you've got to give so much credit to them because <laughs> I they have I to control everything. Like this person's getting too drunk and he's annoying them. It's like, well, yeah. you can't kick him off the plane. Really, it's not like a nightclub. No. So they've what's, got, to, what's they've your... got to balance all of this. And, you know, if you're too drunk, it's like, well, they're too drunk, so we should stop giving them alcohol. But if, like, if one guy's farting, how awkward is that you conversation? Hey, can can't you stop, um, <laughs> you stop doing that thing that your body... Stop doing what do. thing? I what don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so why'd you lean to the left when you did that? I've woken myself up with a fart on a plane once. <laughs> Good sequel to Snakes on a Plane. 
<laughs> These goddamn assholes on my goddamn plane. <laughs> but I remember like being so sleepy. And I always make a rule of myself, like can't have dairy or meat before a flight because I get a bit gassy. We all get and gassy. I went to yeah. went to a bit went to had a bit of nap nap mm-hmm. nap nap land, and then um, yeah, I remember going like just waking up with a shock, and then oh, oh no. no, yeah. But yep. the good thing about being in the crowded space is it's it's hard to blame unless the sound. Is... No, but that was pretty. It's pretty audible. Yeah, okay. um, it was enough well, to I, wake me up. I didn't realize that I I didn't realize that I snored. <laughs> I sometimes I snore apparently. Do you snore? Not, oh, all, you're, you're, not always. I didn't realise. Snore bear. But I've oh, woken myself up from snoring on a plane. I did the, <laughs> and then I quickly look around and pre- like pretend like I wasn't even asleep the whole time. Okay. Well, I might as well get some sleep while I'm here. You know, put the glasses back on. <laughs> I've had, yeah, I've had some pretty like funny awkward moments with people where like you both heard someone fart or. Or when people are having open conversations on their phone and not having earphones in or not putting exactly. it to their ear and just kind of on speaker and so, you're sitting next to someone listening to someone else's conversation like, well, that's why the, that, is that this That falls into loud? my thing of like not wanting to put other people out. I don't like... I will, if, if I haven't accepted mm. a phone call from you, it's probably because I'm on public transport and I do not like talking out loud on public transport. <laughs> I just hate it. You're only hearing one side of a conversation and it's, it's very personal. But, True. But do you, people who don't you, res, don't uh, respect their talking volume on a plane, even if it's to each other, and they're talking oh, at this oh, volume, each, yeah. and like there's, yep. it's everyone's trying to sleep, like that's just not on. Yeah, not on. Especially, yeah, those kind of things where people are having a business meeting. You're like, did you have? You are flying to a city to have this meeting. How about you shut your mouth? Or they're pretending until you get they're pretending there. to seem like they're rich. It's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I want the deal done by Monday. Put it on my desk okay. by Monday, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. And, and we're, we're hitting golf on, on the Tuesday at, right after, right? The, yeah, uh, tee off at 3 p.m. Hey, why don't you just throw in an extra grand on top of that? Let's put like a bet on. Like, who cares? It's it's Saturday, you know? Yeah. Hey, do you want some sparkling water? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, can we get, we get like three liters of sparkling water and yeah. a better accent, coach? Yeah, and, um, a, and a mineral water. And what's that? Yeah, no, my penis is tiny. Yeah, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true that fuck kind of like, people. dude, shut the fuck up. No yeah, one wants to hear this. So or, or those guys that are like, who are sitting in row. Because up north, when you go to Karatha, there's always guys that don't live up there who are FIFO workers who hate what they do apart from the fact that it earns them lots of money. Um, isn't that, and they get isn't on the that plane. just life though? Yeah. But it's like, it's also get over yourself. People would kill to have the chance to work and do the amount of, like get the amount of money that you get. Um, yeah. And you know what you're getting yourself into when you work in those conditions. Like, I know that as an actor, I can go months without pay. I'm aware of that. Yeah, same. Like, I, like, I'm the same. I could go six years without a job. I'm fucking dead. Which, is, right which now, has man. never been the case. Which has never been the case, Jackson Tozer. No, no, but not when you're as good as You me. know, anyway, so they roll up and they're just like, they're just wasted um, and belligerent. And you do like, dude, no one, no one here asked for that. Or when people bring fast food onto a plane. I didn't think you were allowed to do that. No, people bring Hungry Jacks and KFC and like Maccas or, or anything it in their onto a plane. Or something? Hide it in their bags because up north we didn't have KFC or Hungry Jacks. They've just what? put Hungry Jacks in. Uh, I only grew up whoa. with McDonald's. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. McDonald's, was the o- McDonald's and Chicken Treat was the only two fast food places. And then KFC, the day that KFC went in, you know how fast they sold out of KFC chicken? Immediately. 
yeah, like I think it, I think it was under twenty four hours they sold out a chicken. How much would like the head office being like? Yeah, we probably should have opened a chain here a while back. <laughs> what what a waste of revenue. That yeah. and so yeah. just so people know that we do have on the cards a plan to do best fast food chain. We do as an episode. We do. But yeah, we I'm really looking the, forward to that. We might focus on the chips for each one. Yeah, and then we can do burgers later. But so people would fly up with fast food to bring to their friends, yeah. and it would just stink. Um, it's like the it's like was, the unspoken agreement of not microwaving fish in the staff room. Don't yeah. don't, don't bring. Yeah, you don't do it. Yeah, don't bring it on. What do you talk the, to strangers on planes? Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I have once. Okay, and I, so this was a good one. I flew to Toronto because I had a film in the uh, Toronto Film Festival. Oh, Oops, hang on. Sorry, drop that. <clears throat> and yep. uh, I was sitting on the plane, and it was my first international flight by myself. Hey. Uh, and it was a long one. It was like, I don't, Jesus, I don't know what, like Mel- Melbourne to Brisbane and then Brisbane to Toronto. That's a long be, way. It's a long way. It's a long way. And... Um, I okay, was sitting next way. to a really lovely lady and she was flying by herself as well. She's probably about 20 years my senior. Uh, and hey. she, she was friendly. She was really friendly. And I was like, oh, nice, nice to meet you and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we both went our separate ways. <laughs> I turned a bit to the left. She turned a bit to the right. And we started just watching TV and films and stuff. And I realized that she was watching The XPM, which is a TV show that I did with Sean McAuliffe. And she was watching season oh, one. Oh no it. way! And I caught and with like Lucy and stuff. I did the stuff. double take of like I saw what she was looking at. I'm like, fuck, this is gonna be sweet. Anyway, she got through the whole season, and then we got started talking again. We we're about twenty minutes into a conversation. I was like, <clears throat> so what were you what were you watching before? She's like, oh, <laughs> this show. Um, it's called the XPM. And she started explaining it. She goes, have you ever seen it? I was like, yeah. Have you? She's like, yeah, yeah, no, just watch it. I was like, mm-hmm. Who was your favourite character? <laughs> and just kept wait, kept baiting her. She had no idea. And I was like, oh. I had to explain that when she asked me what I did for a living, I was like, oh, well, that. Like, that's that's me there. I was doing that. She's like, In oh, your my screen. God. oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Anyway, so we went to the bathroom together. Joined the mile. <laughs> no. She, it was really funny. She got you to sign a piece was, of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. But that's the only real time I do talk to people. I mean, when they recognise you and know you're famous. I don't want to start small talk knowing that you're going to be next to them for another eight hours. My thing was I'd always I would always be very kind and courteous and yeah, especially always be friendly. because you're doing it. Always be friendly and especially because you're doing it a fair bit and you never know what people are going through or where they're flying to or flying away from or going back to or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there are some really fun things that happen up in the air or conversations that you never thought would happen. That kind of that kind of just get to a thing when you're like, oh my god, where is where is this going? Um, yeah, exactly. But what about air conditioners? Th- that can be another thing that can you know. Oh man, it really it, dries uh, uh, your mouth out if you're asleep too with your mouth open. There's an air con just. It's like yeah. you've just been and to the I'm dentist. Hi- that little. <laughs> and I'm hyper aware of that stuff, like lights and stuff. There's people that will put their light on and then go to bed or won't realize that their light was left on from the other person, and you're like. Oh man, fuck! This is, must be like your fifth flight ever, and you're yeah. 65. You just like guy Bro, falls asleep please. with the light on. You turn it off. He's like, "Hey, I was reading." I was like, "No, you weren't. You were asleep. <laughs> you were asleep, the old bastard." Nightlight. There has been moments where, like, I got on a I got on a flight the first time I went to London and got chatting. It was a really empty flight for some reason, uh, flying out of Dubai, and um, I got chatting to this woman who ended up being like. 
became one of my best friends and was studying at Bath and like was an Aussie and Huge. just been given a scholarship and like is like it was those kind of moments where you're just going oh we're, we were reading the same book and just got chatting. What a meet um, cute. What? What a meet cute. Have you never heard of a meet cute moment? No. Fuck have you no. ever what seen a that? fucking rom com? It's the moment when like <laughs> you bump into someone and they drop all the books and you're like oh I'm so sorry I'll let me pick you up and then you're like. Hey, I've never met anyone else who reads this book. And then they look up at you and then you look into their eyes and then music starts playing. That's called a meet cute moment. It's a common uh, trope I, that they use in rom-coms. I don't watch One rom-coms. Day, none either. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't look off to the side like that. You no, I'm not, no, like well, I watch them for research. The thing, okay, the reason <laughs> I don't like rom-coms is because they <laughs> paint such a singles, false is, yeah, it's picture so false of such what it's bullshit. like to fall in love. And this is people get on aeroplanes expecting there to be like some magical thing that'll happen. And you're like, no, you're literally just taking part in the Greek myth of flying in a tin bucket that smells of body odor with shit food, not like with liquids and things that aren't necessarily free yeah. with people that are covered, like a ton of makeup and a ton of hairspray. Do you, need, do you reckon um, they air out the plane? Because, you know, like, if you're having a sleepover... Just someone walking your, through with a fan. Well, you know when they you have, like, a sleepover <laughs> or something at a mate's house when you're, like, teenagers, like, six guys Bro, having a big sleepover? I've been sleepover. in the same hotel room for about ten days No, now. but, like, okay, so, like... like it a, smells a, like me. Like, a high school sleepover is, like, four, four five yeah. guys or whatever. And you go to the bathroom and you come back and it just stinks in that room. You're like, fucking yeah. hell. Is that what it's like <laughs> with the plane? Because you've got, let's say, like, 100-plus people in the same space. If they didn't air it out before be. the next people come on, they're like, Jesus, who was on this flight? Would have to be. I remember I remember flying into somewhere, it was Bali on a surf trip once, and a woman walked through and literally as everyone's standing there, just sprayed like bug spray over everyone, like just as like a okay, dis- well, like that's, disinfectant. That's like on. that was our cleaning thing for quarantine. We were like, what the fuck is this? Um Welcome to Bali. But also, <laughs> there was this thing of like but like shoes off in an aeroplane, yes or no? On the flight? On the flight. Oh, I wear thongs on the flight so that it won't. Yeah, make but a do difference. you walk like when? So I've seen people no, on massive if I'm wearing international hall socks, ones. I pro- no, well, right. It, but you when know, you go to the depends. bathroom, you got to put your shoes. When you go to the bathroom, you got to put your shoes back on, though. True, true. But like the, you can't but, walk but, in there with your socks on and be like, "Well, I'm still clean." It's like, yeah, no, you no, you're not, mate. Soaking in piss. Your your feet are currently <laughs> marinating in someone else's excrement. I think. <laughs> If you've if it's a hot day, if you're getting on the flight and it's a hot day and you got you know your socks are sweaty or smelly, I'm like, no, oh man, no, they're staying on, yep. they're staying on. Yeah, there's a there's a big thing of like I will I will fly in preparation of where I'm going to, mm. um, but also fly with the awareness of I'll be in a plane um, and and just go all comfort. Like I loved I used to love flying between Sydney and Melbourne on mm-hmm. the day daily flights with a pair of jeans in your pants in your in your pants in your in your. <laughs> In your bag. Tucked in the front. Yep, that's all me, baby. Yeah. Excuse me. That's me, mate. Just Here coming through. Got to go to the bathroom. <sighs> Sorry about that. Big big Dick Jackson coming through. <laughs> but like walking walking through, like wearing shorts with a pair of jeans in your backpack. Yeah. And when you got to where you're going, you'd put your jeans on. Yeah. But yeah. to be comfortable, I just wear shorts and thongs. And it was the best because everyone else getting on that plane would be like covered in suits and like talking in their phones or have their Bluetooth on or like on their little Blackberries and doing their thing and there's just me like hanging out in this t-shirt and it's all jazzy. Short shorts are a no-go because if it's especially hot short you, you get that are a whole no-go. like legs sticking to the chair thing. And that like... Oh, nice. that slow peel um, off. There, there is something to be said too about like... Oh man, the amount of fat, like the amount of people that have come on just like ultra fashionably like late 
and you have to wait for them to get on and no one no one recognizes unless you fly a lot you don't really understand that we all waited for this one motherfucker yeah and and you don't realize and to to their defense that they are the most important person in their own world as well when they get on the plane yeah yeah. Thanks for waiting, everyone. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. But literally, all they were doing was making sure they finished their coffee and didn't have to rush themselves, and then they got in. Um, I just like to be the last one on the plane, so I waited for everyone else to get on first. That's all. I, I I do love the thing of seeing people rush to stand up, though. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, you can't get off until they open the doors. Yeah, no one's going anywhere. You're just going to stand for twenty, like for fifteen minutes, and think you're in prime position. Just, but do you let? When you're walking through, do you let the people come out in front of you or do you just walk? Yes, yes, I do. And that goes back yeah. to the thing of me trying to be courteous and, and make sure everyone else is taken care pu- of first. Yeah, not putting out for people. Um, <laughs> do you do you listen to the instructions that they give you in the safety no, manual? No, no. Uh, you of, don't? No, I don't. And, no, and you don't? No. So Fuck. Here's the thing. Uh, Ruthless. One of my best mates, Flem, who has been involved with a lot of ideas for our podcast. Flem, Flem's he, getting a big run. He once asked me the thing of like, if the plane crashes, is that not the most I told you so moment for the stewards to be like, no, was like sh- what do we should do? You should have listened when I gave you the safety thing. It's because but I, like, I like how yeah. different, different airlines do it creatively. They'll put a video up instead, but you yeah. can tell it's like for the fair that for the um, stewards, it's like making love to the same person for 40 years straight. Every time they do it, <laughs> right? So every time they do it, none of them are excited. That all the love is lost in their eyes. They're like, here's the whistle. Here's the light. It's the same thing. Yeah. Flip me over. I'll be in this position now. It's like yeah. it's the same thing. Let's change it up. And finish him off with the pamphlet. Yeah, and if um, I push on this, it will inflate. Yeah, I've heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, so it's but that's, yeah, tr- I, that's true. You really should, but they're like, um, a, you've got plenty of time to read the manual right in front of you. I'm like, yeah, I know, and I appreciate you guys favorite, putting pictures in there for me. That's really helpful for me. My favorite, yeah, the pictures are good for us. Can you imagine my if it was thing, just text. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm not reading that. <laughs> God, I'm not reading that shit. Everyone's putting on glasses. Like, oh wow, this looks interesting. Oh, oh, Margaret, um, have you read this one. I love making a big point of like if I have headphones or my earphones in, being like taking them off. I'm listening to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's good. And and smiling and making sure that if there's two if there's two stewards in front of me, like one in the middle and one at the front, like Eye I'm scanning from both. one to the back. Like you guys are doing such a good job. A big wow. smile on your face, like a Labrador. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Yep, yep. I'm fucking listening. But because I know all. that everyone else is not paying. Yeah, yeah, they see all. They see who's not listening. Well, it was like what you asked about last episode watching in pubs. Like, you can see everything happening. And I think yeah. it's that that makes me be like, I want to make you feel like we're actually listening because this shit's important. Yeah, and it is. I, and then I, they, they one go thing back. I always do. They go back to make their coffees and like, did you see that guy in uh, 7-3? Was he not just staring at you the whole time? Yeah, no, he kept flicking yeah. back between the two. Is that Joel Jackson? Nope. <laughs> Fucking weird. No, I don't know. what. Yeah, What's he, he looked a bit strange. Well, he was wearing shorts. Maybe he's a billionaire. Did he also have a pair of jeans tucked in the front of his pants? Did you notice that? I saw that. I just thought it was a monster elephant cock. No, I don't think it was. I saw him tucking it in right before he got on the flight. He put his overhead baggage on and then just started shoving jeans down there. And he winked at me. He did. Fucking crazy. <laughs> no, but there's this thing. Oh, fuck. I lost what I was going to say. But there, I, I, I cut you off way too much. Exhibit no, but a. I, I just no, cut I you off it. then when you got your thought. No, back. fuck it. But I always check for my I always check for my life jack under the chair. Really? Do you actually always, always for that Actually, one instance, reach it's down, not going to be there. Reach down and touch it, and if I'm flying with like 
like a uh, a girlfriend at the time or like a best friend or you like a, a colleague, I would check theirs. Yeah. It's like they just get off to sleep. And you're like, hey, psst, just so you know, I check to see if your life jacket was there. I'm like, okay, you're safe. Thank you. Right. Here's this, cool. where, where was your where's your preference of seating? Obviously, it's not the middle. No one picks the middle. No, no. Are you an you aisle? You only pick the middle, or are you a window? I if it's a short flight, window, because mm-hmm. I want to be able to see it all. If it's a long flight, aisle, so that I can dictate when I need to go pee. Window all the time for me. Really? If it's a long flight and you're in the aisle. You will have a harder time sleeping because people, the other two people on your left, are going True. To, when they need to go to the bathroom. I have a short but fuse I'm, with that too for some reason. I'm like, Look, I get it. You can't it. control someone's bladder, you Jackson. Can't. And imagine if you imagine if I had the window seat when I had that food poisoning every ten minutes. Yeah, like I'm that's like, the thing. Me, or I might just shit on you. Like I don't, I, I, I can't. I've been on enough planes where I, where I know that something has happened inside me. Like physically, and I'm like, I couldn't control that and say that coming. So I'm glad I'm sitting here on the aisle. But also in longer flights, you can kind of stretch out a little bit more in the aisle. Well, some people even sleep in the aisle. That's obviously against a rule. Oh, on right? the floor. That, that like, has yeah, to it's be against rule. the rules. Yeah, it's against the law. Like, on the way to Thailand, me and my buddy, we got the seat right up the front. So there was extra leg room right off the bat. And then the person yeah. who was meant to be sitting in between us didn't show up. So we had three seats between the two of us and we alternated. He slept on the floor right in front of me and vice versa. And it was okay because it was our leg room. It was just in- such a win. And that's I why going- I think I got the bad run on the way home. I was like, you know what? You win some, you lose some. You lo- Yeah, you do. Cause I remember doing the amount of times that I go to LA and then I'd be flying back or flying to LA and I'd walk up with a limp. Yeah. Deliberately. And, and they'd be like, Oh, what happened? You're like, oh, I'm stunt man, and I, I fell out of a horse, or I, <laughs> I had an accident on set. Yeah, I fell off of a horse. Yeah, I was remaking Ace Ventura when he crawls out of the rhinoceros's <laughs> asshole. What are the all-time And we did it with it. We did it with a horse. Oh, it's not the, it was better than it was better than the moment in Ben Hur when he wins over the chariot race. Anyway, for um, some reason there was more room there than it was here. So up your game. I'm, I'm a platinum. <laughs> but I, I'd limp up and be like, oh yeah, but. Anyway, I've got to, I'm going over to audition for this thing or do a bit of work, but actually, like, I fucked myself the day before I got to get there, so I'm trying to ice it and keep it up. Is there any way that we could, you know, I know that's a busy flight, I don't know, and that, like, I thank you for anything in advance, but is there any way that we can kind of get a bit of a row, like three seats together, so I can lift my um my ankle up? Yeah. And they're like, oh, of course, we'll have a look, of course. Of course. And then you sit there for five minutes being like, Chatting to them, like, yeah, it was just came out of nowhere. And you spin this yarn of an absolute amazing story yeah. and charm the pants off of them. And then they'll be like, they are there, we'll let you know. But you always got to time it to get the person you want. Yeah. And it's always like, you can't, when you're going up at the, at the till, you're like, okay, I don't want a male because he's going to see right through the bullshit. Um, and I don't want to necessarily get, and not like, I, you got to pick that perfect kind of person to yeah. get. Um, but more often than not, it works out and I get a really good spot. If, if anyone um, out there listening has worked as an air steward or hostess or knows someone that has, can you get in touch with us and just let us know their experiences? Because I also feel bad about how often they get hit on by a lot of like seedy drunk men on flights this, as well. And you can't same, just like get, walk away because your job is to sort of, <clears throat> lack of a better word, serve them. Like a, like a waiter would serve someone. So Man, you can't get away from pulled, it. How many ass nah. grabs would they get and all that as well? Dude, the amount of the amount of people that we have, like friends, and I've heard stories of women and female friends pulling up people on flights to be like, "Hey, you—that's fucking rude." 
Um, I once got kicked off of the train for doing that. Not for <laughs> grabbing ass. Not for no. grabbing ass. I was like, fucking what? I was a lot younger and I used to, I used to catch... I'll try to tell the story very quickly. I was on a train from... I used to live in Geelong and do my acting study in Melbourne. So I used to catch uh-huh. the train at 4am in the morning and get back about 7pm at night. Long. Good man. Right? Good so man. So after it was like a... F- I think it was coming back on the Saturday night. And um, there was like three really drunk businessmen in... I'd say probably in their 60s. They must have been to the footy of the casino or something. And they were coming back and they were sitting in uh, a group of four seats where they face each other. Yeah. Three drunk men and one one young lady. Now, that lady happened to be a stripper at a local, uh, I think it's called Alley Cat, <laughs> I think. I know it's called Alley Cat. Because um, <laughs> our acting studio used to be next door to it. And we used to get drunk guys coming in suits into our acting class and like, uh, next door, mate. So No, that's Yeah, the no, best. dead set, dead set. So I saw these guys and they were just harassing her and she... You know, to her own credit, was holding her own. She she must have like years of experience with putting up with drunk fuckheads like this. Fucking hell! Right? She Jesus. had the guard up. She knew everything. She's like, "Yeah, this is what I do." And then they started being like, "Come on, give us a dance." And they started getting really like very inappropriate to the point where I I'm looking around like, "Why is no one doing anything about this?" And because you don't have like staff, I guess, on the train. Yep. So I had to interject and I just leant over and I just had a word with them and said to her, are you okay? And she said, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, you don't need to do this. And I was like, okay, cool. I sat back and they just kept going at it. I'm like, guys, seriously, I can see all of your wedding rings. I'm not sure that this is appropriate. And then they started getting lippy towards me. And then they started like yelling at me. And right. then the train conductor or whoever's come down and kicked us all off the train for causing a scene. I was like, um, I was just trying to help out here. <laughs> Now I'm stuck at Lara and I've got to figure out how to get home. The amount of times I've stuck my head in something, literally have stuck my head in, and that's why I have that like little scar here. People are like, mm. don't get involved in stuff. Do what you can, but obviously just be like, I've said it, fuck off, it's enough, walk exactly. away. Exactly. So back to planes. I, I actually think there's an episode in hearing stories from friends who are flight attendants and being, and like, and same as we did with COVID dating, that could be hilarious. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's let's go back to the social etiquette on an aeroplane very quickly. We'll wrap it up. I am all for doing what you want in an aeroplane as long as you don't put out for other people. I think take the take some advice from the Bible. <laughs> yep. You won't hear me say this often. Do upon others as you wish to be done upon to you. I don't know if that's yep. an exact quote. Paraphrased. It. Th- yeah, paraphrased. But, but don't I like it. do something on an aeroplane that you wouldn't want somebody else to be doing. So if you're going to... If you're going to put your seat back, just expect that the person in front of you will do the same. That's all. And hope that like this, you're not texting the same girl as the guy next to you and exactly. you're not having that. If you're going yeah, to drop a nugget, is, you know. if, if you're going to drop your strides and drop a nugget right in the middle of the aisle, just expect that somebody else could do that as well. You're giving them permission <laughs> to. <laughs> you wink it at them like, it's your turn next, mate. You're next, Daz. <laughs> anyway, let us know. Face. Do the usual. Follow us, like us. <laughs> Yeah, above. get involved. Follow us. Jump on. So what do you reckon? Uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, make sure that if you are listening on a platform, we talk about it all the time, but if you are listening on a platform, follow us on Spotify, leave a review or like us and five stars reviews or whatever on Apple Podcasts. That stuff goes a very long way and we bloody love you for it. Stay involved in the discussions. Today was a bit more of a discussion itself rather than a debate. But because this came from a guest or from a, a from a yeah, let's call it a, a guest, a guest fan, a fan guest of the idea, Ace Whitman. No, 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 Thank no, no, you no. very much. 
a, a guest fan is someone who's just a fan every now and then. They just pop in to be a fan. True. Ace is a fan. It's diehard. But but we'd love to hear more stuff to debate, like an idea of like, would you do this or would you do that? That'd be yeah. amazing. And instead of messaging us directly to tell us your points on them, which we love, also put it on the platform so we can get a discussion with other people going as well on our yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Because I'm getting yeah. a lot of like, here's my opinion. I'm like, cool. Love it. That's funny. Chuck it on the other thing so somebody else can comment on it too. Yeah, know? comment on this thing. Yeah, yeah. Or tag your friend and be like, what would you do? That'd be funny. Like when we did the Pauline Hanson Carol yeah, Baskin like thing. One. I want to tag people. I want to start a thing where it's like, who would win in a fight between you and your best friend and why? And see who comes out. I think I would. Yeah, I think you would too. I think I could take you. Yeah. In like a, if it was like a confined space, yeah. If it was not, I'd just run away. Yeah, you would. You know, I don't have the cardio for <laughs> I'd be like, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely talking to you again, Joel. Always a pleasure, You mate. too. Thanks for guesting on the episode, mate. I really appreciate I'm you stopping co-host. by. co-host. Agree to disagree. a favor whatever platform you're listening on right now could you use those beautiful thumbs of yours and give us a subscribe and a review just a real gentle nice four to five stars we'd love you for it or even give us a follow on spotify and don't forget to head to our facebook and instagram page at so what do you reckon podcast jump on the discussions we hope to see you soon thanks for listening